Now that your picture's in the paper being rhythmically admired, you can have it a one that you have ever desired. All you gotta tell me now is wow, 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 wow. Welcome to the... Yeah. Oh, I'm... Dallas. Dallas. You gotta do it till you do it till you better get to it. I'll have your family as you kill to survive. And just waiting for the big day to arrive. And then you are after you better be alive. Welcome to Patty at Dallas. 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 So, um, uh, what do you guys think, Aaron? Uh, in honor of uh, Dallas week being this week, big game versus the boys, I uh, took the equipment home and uh, made uh, a little intro for the show. Sal, that was literally the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh, not a fan of um, Eric Costello, are you? Oh. That Elvis, Elvis Costello, Sal. Oh. Um, look, I um, <laughs> I put my heart and soul into that one. Um, I know, I I know you did. I know you. This is this this is more like Abbott and Costello. Yeah, but... ready for everybody. Get ready for Dallas week. I, we're all excited. Can can we just can we just do the the original intro for our show, Sal? Uh, sure, wait one second. Thanks, bud. Here it is. All right, thank you. Rocky! Rocky Balboa! Rocky Balboa! Cheesesteak fun hour! Welcome to the ninth episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. It is 9-17 Tuesday night. It is still raining in the Philadelphia area, and we are glad to be here with this miserable fucking weather. To my right again is Nick. To my left is Dirty Mike and Jimmy. And it is Dallas week. All season, we have been saying run the table and take one or two from the Patriots and Seahawks and figure out a way to get here. But really, it is always meant to come down to this week. Just figure out a way to beat Dallas. No matter what the season has been, it just always came to this coming Sunday in South Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field. We are going to talk a lot about this upcoming game against the always hated boys in blue, the Dallas 
fucking Cowboys. But we're going to do a quick recap of last week's game, unlike last week where we uh, had a very long-winded recap. I hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to it. You can find it on Spotify and I believe iTunes. Please give us a follow on Twitter at RBCFH Podcast. We appreciate you following us and listening to our podcast. But let's get into last week. Boys, I want you all to chime in. The Eagles went down to land over Maryland to face those pesky Washington Redskins. And apparently their elite offense and an ever so talented Ohio State quarterback and Dwayne Haskins. Nick, how good did you feel about watching? I told you. <laughs> As we always say, our Philadelphia sports teams are really good at letting those uh, players have their very first good game or coming out of a slump. And the, I believe, last-ranked offense just came out in the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there. You're correct. The last-ranked yep, offense. Yeah. Yep. They came out and just absolutely torched the Eagles' defense to make us feel really good about coming into this weekend, but we will get there. And Dwayne Haskins had all the time in the world. He pretty much just set up shop, ate a sandwich, did some croquet, just did whatever the fuck he wanted and looked like just a savvy veteran back there and just placing the ball wherever he wanted, uh, giving the ball to the only player on offense that they should have been double teaming or just keeping an eye on, you know, playing defense against in Terry McLaurin, his old teammate at Ohio State. Yes, he is good. Uh, They apparently gave uh, Adrian Peterson the Benjamin Button medicine and, and just Rewound his age about 10 years because he looked rejuvenated as he always does against the Eagles defense and the Redskins just you know gave the Eagles a fucking tough time just like the Giants and the Dolphins so that was really fun at, to least, the Redskins. A, at least AP didn't run for a 99 yard touchdown this time so that was good that was yeah that was, that a was, plus. That was the good. Redskins have a have a tight end named Sprinkle <laughs> I just I, I just, saw that that's the cutest uh tight it's end adorable ever. I just wanted to throw that out there so it was just another Sunday where we couldn't just couldn't just enjoy an easy victory. They just made us as fans sweat it out. The good thing to watch again, maybe it's just me. No, it can't just be me. The Eagles fans just took over, and it is so awesome to to watch that. I, I have a sound bar, and it really just takes over my room. I love turning it up and hearing I've that. I've been to that stadium, and let me tell you, what a hole in the fucking dump ground that place is. That, that to me, honestly, I, I, maroon and puke yellow everywhere. Why did you everywhere. go there? Now, now that the I don't know, it was, I, I don't think I've ever been anywhere. And uh, Nick, I believe you were with me when we went to Shea Stadium in New York. We and, did go to Shea, and boy, that I mean, it was on like to be to, to be fair, it was on the last few years of its life at that point. But it was whew, if you like, that's why we went. You know, they were they were gonna they were gonna blow it up or whatever, and we was, were like, yeah. you know what? Here we are in college. You know, we don't you know we don't have anything tying. Jimmy Rollins hit a go ahead run in the top of the ninth. He sure did, game, and, uh, and then they wound up winning. That, that and you Mets awesome. fans out there that are that are definitely not listening to this. No, they're listening. The only listening. The, the only person that talked shit up on uh, up at Shea Stadium was like a five year old kid. You yeah, know? true story. He walked up to us and just like flipped us the bird. And like I think he told us to go fuck those ourselves. Queens parents, they yeah. raised those kids. For, right. yeah, he's, right. he's about twenty one now. They haven't but, uh, done anything you know, different than they've done fifteen on. years ago. Right, and so I mean, look, this Eagles team, um, it is what it is at this point. Um, every game is going to be close from now on. I don't. They're not. They're not. They're not a team that's going to blow anybody out. But I, but now I'm just like I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I'm not optimistic, but I also don't. How could you be optimistic that the Redskins went into that game? They were, they're the first team since 1970 to start a rookie quarterback with three rookie wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember hearing that. Sad. That's a, that's a great pool. Um, 
Yeah, it's what I said last week. I don't think they're going to beat the shit out of anybody. They just have to figure out a way to win, which is, uh, you know, it, it's cool and like it may be comforting that they did that. But uh, so that that's a shitting on them. And that's, you know, uh, not what everyone wants to hear. But here's the, the, the comfort. No, wait, but before we, I'm not shitting on them. Uh, like, I'm really kind of enjoying watching this new offense that has all of a sudden emerged over the past yeah, two yeah, weeks. Yeah. Like that play that Greg Ward made in the corner of the end zone at the yeah. end of that game. There's no other receiver on this team. I'm convinced that would have made that play. Ward, Ward is becoming a player. Yeah. I mean, he's better than what we've seen out there on the field all season. And it's, it's just refreshing. The guy catches the ball. I mean, he had the drop. You know what? He does catch the ball. <laughs> it's, and, you know, I know the bar is set really low for us. As, well, as I mean, listen, he, he was a, he was a quarterback point, in college, right? So he, he understands how to run routes. He knows what quarterbacks are looking for, what defenses are looking for. And I think that's a huge advantage that we have is, you know, he never really had to learn like a lot of these younger receivers like J.J. has to. He's got to learn how the offense is. I, I think Ward just kind of gets it. Did you know that <clears throat> Greg Ward in high school beat Patrick Mahomes in a apparently Eastern Texas high school championship. Yeah, I, I saw that tweet. There you go. Pat, Patty, Patty there you go. sent out that tweet. A little tweet. Rocky Balboa cheesesteak trivia for you. I, like yeah. it. Yeah, I wonder what uh, percentage of, like, obviously people that play in the NFL come from all different colleges, but mm. I wonder what percentage of NFL players come from the state of Texas as high schoolers. Oh, probably huge. The so, same thing with baseball. They're all they're all pitchers down there. It's yeah. crazy. You know? So so the positives that come from that game are you, you see this young budding, whatever he is, Greg Ward, he might just be the, the bottom tier of so shit. Who, whose decision was it to not call him up like years ago? <clears throat> not years ago, weeks ago. This, was, this year. I was trying to be facetious. But D Doug addressed <clears throat> this in the press conference and his answer was no. that they were <laughs> oh. here's here's what he said. The, his answer is that he's been trying to, they've been trying to get him involved in the games, but due to injuries at other positions, they could never make it a priority. And that was his answer. Which yeah, I thought that's, was really that's a really fucking shitty answer. Um, Sal yes. Antonio was on Mike Missinelli today and Sal Antonio is uh, the worst uh, he's just really terrible at his job of a reporter. He's pretty much just really good at sucking the dick of Philadelphia. And that's not the job of a reporter. Um, he he, it's not just Philly. He sucks everybody's dick. Yeah, he's, I, I think he's just grandfathered into ESPN at this point, or he's just like really good at parties and making everyone think he's good at his job. And he... He said something along the lines of where he just got to Doug like after. You think a, Sal Pal throws bangers? No, like no. He he plays the company game really well. We're at like Christmas parties. He goes up to the high executives and he becomes good friends with them. And they're like, "That Sal Pal's a good guy. Like he's keeping his job." Yeah, you know, he's pretty, he's probably got a firm handshake. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, got used car salesman vibes to me. Yeah, yeah, but like well, he just, just, just bowls. No, you, you mentioned just bowls of coke all around his house. Yeah, that maybe hundred dollar bills laying all over the place. Like he just see that would. That would make me like he's him. just a really good time yeah like, see i would like him more if that was his vibe um well no i mean you know he's got the he's got the espn character but then you know you're saying that he probably throws a good party that's where i'm getting to. i'm not saying he throws a good I want party. A party with you sal no you're not understanding i'm not saying he throws a good party i'm saying he's good at company forget it okay he throws <laughs> he, i think he throws a damn good party is what i'm hearing so, so. What, no no what i'm saying is hit this. us up sal all right forget it. we're moving on hey what are you talking about i'm right here no no not sal not you sal sal we're, talk, we're talking about sal pal i'll party I'll party with you anytime there, Nicholas. <laughs> God, we're getting off the rails early uh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, uh, no, it's just perfect. Sal Powell said this. He got to Doug, like, after they were interviewing Doug. I'm like, 
Wait a minute. First of all, aren't you supposed to like ask questions so that everyone can hear this? Isn't that part of your job? And you know what else he does? Not to cut you off again, not, but Go I just ahead. did. He, he he's always on with like Mikey Miss, and he's always like, "I was texting Doug before the game, and me and Doug are texting back and forth." It's like, cool, man. Goes back to what Matt just said. He's everybody's bud. I know. South like, pal. I guess it's part of yeah. South you pal. don't have, you don't have any of what you're saying like. You don't have any like recording. You don't have it on TV. Like, oh, you're just texting with him. Cool. That, that He's helps. just waiting for him and his chum, Mikey Miss, to to Ugh, do this. Fucking. Long worst. story short, he pretty much said this: that Doug was told by his defenders, like his defensive players, that they were saying, "Yo, Doug, Greg Ward's guy. He's got to get on the field. Like, he's got to play." And Doug, Doug, pretty much said, "I think Jimmy, what you just said a couple of minutes ago, that like, you know, we just got to figure a way to get him on the field." Doug and, that, said, and that was it. It was just like, what? What the fuck do you mean? You got to figure a way to get him on the field. The wide receiving core since the beginning of the season has been obviously a problem, a key problem since the beginning of the season. Since after Dayjax went down in week one, like, how did it take this on to get this guy who's just? Listen, I know everyone's drinking the Greg Ward juice. I'm like, right, I'm really not. enjoying but this. But how could like, you not be drinking the Greg Ward juice after you dealt with Mac Collins for 11 weeks who did absolutely can, can we nothing? Just, can we make it, like, can we not say the name Mac Collins ever again? Well, we have to because this is, that was the guy that was holding Ward right. out of these football I, I, games. I'm making a ruling. If you say Mac Collins, I, I'm going to dick punch you. I don't know. You mentioned the-, the Starting the, now. You mentioned the the Hungry Dogs last week. So I yeah, I did. I don't think you I'm could- gonna do, I'm going to do it again, yeah. too. Oh, oh God. I, I almost drove off the road today and I listened to 97.5 and someone's like, you know what we need to do this oh week? God. Did you see the line? Get the dog and, and, masks And Cataldi was just like, nom, 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 nom. And they're like, get the sandwich out of your mouth, Cataldi. No, not Cataldi. Fucking cuz. They're the same fucking Gargano. Overweight. Oh, my God. Oh. Either way. Get a, nice prim, get, get a nice primo shub. Let's get back to the game. Here's the positives. Yeah. Oh, my God. Go to primos. I always get Go to primos and drop the name... Anthony, and you'll get some. You get some. You'll get. You'll get some primos. Oh my god! <laughs> guy just. Guy just has. <laughs> guy just has meatballs coming out of his skin. Here's the positives. Obviously, coming out of his pores. Here's here's the bigger positives in my mind. Miles Sanders. This guy. This guy is really showing signs of. Here's one you can use. In my opinion, the word stud. Uh, Doug showed a great sign of calling a draw play on third and 11 Whew. and Miles Sanders. I'm going to use this comparison. I heard someone else say it and I was thinking it. He's wearing the same number as him. He shows signs of Le'Veon Bell being hesitant Whew. at the line, waiting for the defense to make the move, using that stutter dance step, cut to the left and hit. And then, and, and then explode, explode for, I don't know. I, I don't have the number for me. What a fifty-yard play! It was, it was exactly fifty. Yep. And just looking like a young, just, just, just Le'Veon Bell making these, these just stutter step plays. I'm repeating myself because I'm just like closing my eyes thinking about this play. Whoa. It's like, oh my god, like that. This guy is really showing when he struggled at the beginning of the year. He was obviously learning the game. These past couple of weeks, he's taking these necessary steps to be. Your premier running back. That doesn't mean and he needs they to be a, thrust th a him. three down. Yeah, he's they thrust, thrust him. him into that workhorse role. They really did. I don't know if he needs to be a workhorse, but role. he was this past week, and it was beautiful. You, 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 can, see you can see nineteen they're carries, they're, they're, nineteen carries, six okay. catches, uh, one hundred and seventy-two total yards, two touchdowns. I mean, that's that's a workhorse, and they're, and they're using Boston Scott as the Sproles complement. That's exactly yeah, what they've been yeah. doing, and, and it's working. The last Scott two had games. seven catches. I mean, that, that's uh, you know. 
that's perfect for a third catches down guy between and Sanders a, and and Scott. Oh, give me that all day. Screen game was on fire against screen the Redskins. Screen game, we say it every week. Mm-hmm. And and Goddard had a huge exactly play so, on so the screen. You're right. He had a huge play on the screen, and he had that one-handed catch when J.J. Arthur-Glyside mm. continues to forget how to play football, continues to not know how to run routes. And and what we're seeing is Greg Ward is is making a catch in the end zone. Uh, Dallas Goddard is making a one-handed catch when things break down. Like People are making plays now. Like The drop passes are, are, are still there, but like they're now making plays, which has been so lacking this entire season. Has Carson missed passes in this game? There, there was until the fourth quarter comeback, which we're about to get to. But, like, the plays that weren't being made by Carson's counterpoints and his practice squad guys, like, they're starting to be made now. And that's the difference that now happens when you win two games in a row, which has just been so hard to come by. Like, that's what makes you win games. And that's what Greg Ward has now done. Now, Miles Sanders is doing that. Dallas Goddard did that incredible one-handed catch when his own teammate fucking runs into him because apparently J.J. Arthur Whiteside just forgetting to how to play football. Yo, J.J. In that game, and and listen, he has been bad all year. That was about as bad a game as a receiver could possibly have. I went back and watched it again. There were so many awful plays throughout that game by JJ, just between missed blocks and penalties and drop balls. I mean, you name it. That running guy did into it in your that own game. player on he a route was fucking terrible. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. Game. You take you take him over Matt Collins, right? Ooh. Oh, I do. Dick punch. Dick punch. I do. No, but, but, all right. So, but no. What I'm saying is, he's a big body. Watching this. Watching this offense, Boston Scott, Miles Sanders. Look, we've already gone through it. It's like Ertz, Goddard, Ward. Those five. Yes. They're, they're the only five those skill five, players. But those five—they're the only ones that touch the ball, and those that's five, the only people I want touching the ball moving forward. Yeah, but those five make things so much different. It's like chemistry. You, you take out a few things, you and now you have something completely different. And, and Carson's even playing differently. Because I think he's now got receivers. I think Greg Ward's definitely one of these receivers. Of course. And, and he's earned the no, trust. But, uh, the type of receivers that if if the first thing that they do isn't working, they're going to keep scrambling. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. as a, a former quarterback, I think that that's something. Ertz has always been yep. that way. Yep. Um, I think God, but You're I think, a former quarterback? No, uh, Ward is a former quarterback. But like, uh, and then that's what's allowing so, so Carson. So Jimmy. Jimmy's a former quarterback. <laughs> and that's what's allowing Carson to, to roll out and, and extend these plays and do what he does best, which is. R- roll out roll out backyard football yep, yep. when the play breaks down and, and throw, throw it to the guy that's open i mean what, what was the you know we have one of those narratives over the past couple of years where carson you know favors zach Ertz, so he's got to kind of force the ball to alshon to keep alshon happy it's like now carson doesn't have to keep anybody happy just go play ball throw it to throw it to whoever's open let's move the fucking ball and let's score some points and that's what we saw on sunday so let's talk about the North Dakota boy. Hey there, North Dakota guy. Are you ready to stay in Philadelphia? Oh, Lori. That fucking video when they gave him the contract extension. The fucking porn video of contract <laughs> extensions. Jesus. <laughs> All right. He's really awkward. Let's talk about him. He deserves it. The fourth quarter comeback kid that is Carson Wentz. Everyone wants to bash him this season. Everyone wants to, to get on him. Some people say that I'm too hard on him, but he has stepped up when the defense has let him down. And he was, as far as completions go, perfect. He made this game one of the best plays I've, I've ever seen a quarterback make. 
probably I, I that I that I can remember the best play he has ever made in his career. It probably was the rollout to his right when he rolls out to his right. That that's when he's special. Uh, he did it in 2017 in Seattle when he was getting tackled and threw probably 40 yards to Nelson Aguilar. Which, how many quarterbacks in the league can you say that about when you eliminate half the field from a guy and he's at his best? Yeah, he, he that, looked like a third baseman throwing it over to first off the back foot. I mean, it was it, that, that's I, an athlete. The incredible I, thing about that play is the way the whole thing developed is he saw Sanders in the back of the end zone almost in like uh, halfway through that play. And he turned his eyes to the left side of the field, drawing a couple guys away and then immediately went back to Sanders and just laid one of the best throws yeah, you'll ever he, see. He, he, yeah. When it was broken down, cause if you're an Eagles fan, like a, or like just a diehard Eagles fan, you've probably seen that play on social media or whatever, just a billion times now, and you've now seen the breakdown where Watch he does it before it the, you go to bed at, every at, night. Yeah, at the last second, you see him take his eyes to the left just to throw off the defense for that split second and throw an absolute bazooka into the end zone to Miles Sanders. Two cheeks equals two feet. Sanders catches it, <laughs> and uh, I, I honestly think that only him, Mahomes possibly Rodgers make that play. Yeah, and I thought it was kind of funny. Um, Doug and Haskins. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, Doug had a, like a kind of a candid moment in his uh, press conference, which uh, usually, I, you know, I hate them, but he was he was talking about that play and you could just tell genuinely. He's like, I had a pretty good angle on that. And he was like, he's like, when it left his hand, I was like, no chance. This this play has no chance. It really, and even he was shocked. It really was like it, Brenneman screamed Interception! <laughs> yeah, we we could have a whole podcast on how fucking oh, they awful were so bad. Oh my are. god! I mean, let's just at this point in the season, I think th- it's safe to say there aren't many good announcing well, teams. Well, to, to to be fair, no. to be fair, it was the then six and seven and the whatever the Redskins. Like we're not getting no, 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 no. no. Don't yeah. worry. This week we do we get we get Buck and Aikman, which again. I, I, I like Buck and Aikman. I like Buck and We've been getting too. the foreskin of announcers up until this week. We, we're getting America's Game of the Week because it is titled that game. So we're, we're, we're getting the premiere. So I think that's a good way to get into this. The, the Eagles got their, their comeback win. I don't want to spend too much more on the Redskins. We don't need to recap. I do. I, I want to recap one more thing. Uh, and I kind of um, want to say we didn't hit was the, was the fumble. Uh, the uh, Carson fumble. Th- you want to end. You want to end on the, uh, the 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 bad note. Okay, uh, I do. I do no, because there were, there were three because take, I, take it off of my back. Take it off of my back. You optimist. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, and I do have an optimistic <laughs> take on this because you know after Carson made that fumble, you know they, they looked over at the sideline. And you were expecting to see, like, I don't know, maybe, like, you know, a, a defeated Carson. Sudfeld rubbing saw, his shoulders. You know, we saw Carson We saw Carson take the iPad, break it over his forehead like a goddamn ninja. And then, he, you know, you could just see in his face, give me that fucking ball back and I'm winning this game. And that got me fired up. I don't know about you guys. I mean, that's why I didn't want to skip over the fumble thing. But, like... That that's a different Carson. Like you, yeah, you know, like he, let's let's have that all, all that's said about the fumble because like all right, it, we lose that game. Then all right, I'll talk about the fumble. But like, look, I don't obviously I don't want him fumbling the ball. It's an issue. After, but but after this man's last two fourth quarter uh, performances, uh, I, you know what? Yeah, sure, you got to clean that up. But I'm not going to harp on it. He knows how to win close games. So going into he does now. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of shown he's he's got a lot of fourth quarter comebacks in his career. It's it's when he's down big in games he, is when he struggles to come back. Well, I mean, all right. And yeah, that's all I had. I just right, enough, real quick. enough on the Redskins. You know what week it is, Sal? What week is it this week? 
All right, you want me to play the old no, uh, no, intro no. again? I got it queued up right over uh, here. Here it goes. Uh, Ready uh, and... Now that your picture's in the paper being rhythmically admired, you can have it a one that you have ever desired. All you gotta tell me now is wow, 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 wow. Welcome to the... Oh, I'm... Dallas... Dallas. You gotta do it till you do it till you better get to it. I'll have your family had to kill to survive. And this the waiting for their big day to arrive. But if they do I feel they better be alive. Welcome to Patty uh, Dallas. Oh, I know it don't kill you. I hope it don't kill you. Welcome to the um, Dallas. Sal, I swear to God, if you play that song one more time, I want to rip your fucking head off, all right? Listen, um, it's tough not to see uh, all your hard work uh, go to waste. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, as you just heard again, we're all... It, it's it's the week. It's, it's week 16. It's Cowboys week. If the Cowboys win, they win the NFC East. If the Eagles win, they, they just have one more game to clinch the East. This is what we've been waiting for. This is the NFL season. Since the bye week, no matter what, it didn't matter if we beat the Patriots or the Seahawks. It didn't, it, none of this matters until now. This is it. This is probably the most important podcast for us. Just it, whether that matters for any fucking buddy. This is it. This is <laughs> Cowboys week. Like, this is what, if you're a diehard Eagles fan, whether you're just a regular Eagles fan, a bandwagon Eagles fan, this is it. This is it's what you a, get hyped for. Not only is it Cowboys week, it's Cowboys for the division week. Maybe this I is a Time. Maybe I should play the song one more time. No! Just to no! no! Hold! Okay. All right. Do it's it. Cowboys for. <laughs> It's Cowboys for the division. Like, this is, this is, like, I'm not getting into another Shakespeare theme here, but, like, this is poetic. Like, Please this don't. is it. <laughs> Strong odds are, man. Winner is in. Loser goes home. I mean, this that's is it. huge. Well, well, it, it's not strong odds. Like, if the Cowboys win, like, that's it. The Eagles, like, the Eagles well, that, look through the offseason. The Eagles look, like, you wake up the next day, there's firings. Yeah. Like, if the Eagles win, they still have to beat the Giants. Right. But, like, we'll worry about that next week. Sure. Don't look ahead. Like get get talking. Like let, let's talk, boys. I don't I don't want to take over on this one. So this is how do you feel? Are the Eagles going to win? Can they win? Like what what are your thoughts? Like absolutely, they can win. we're at home. Um, that's great. That's my first thought. Is is that the Eagles are at home? I mean that that's big confidence. Just, just to boost. throw some quick numbers if we want to talk around those. So we've lost our last four. Yeah, pull, to out, Dallas. pull out your scroll. <laughs> just hit the end. So we are. Uh, Dallas has won the last four and seven out of the last ten overall. So it's been a rough five years for the birds against Dallas. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, and and uh, the other thing that the, the, the thing that doesn't make you feel good is that they dropped what a thirty? Would they drop thirty seven? Yeah, they only beat 47? our they only no, beat they, our Dixon they, with a brass uh, shovel the last time. You we mean played. you mean the last game the the Cowboys forty four? Yeah, against they, the Rams. Uh, they beat the Rams forty four to twenty one. So as the Eagles were feeling great walking out of last game, coming <laughs> off of the it's last, it's not like they didn't beat us thirty seven to go 10, Rams. Uh, seven weeks ago either. They didn't go yeah. anywhere. And the last stat, to, well, not the last stat, but another stat to make you feel really warm and fuzzy inside. Um, I I believe the stat is the Eagles have not beaten the Cowboys when Zeke starts. So there's that. 
Yeah, so it's, Nick, you're optimistic. We so need you, you are right saying now. we're due. It's only up from here. <laughs> Come on, optimistic Nick. We need you. Do you got anything? I, I see you on your phone. Are you texting? Are you doing? Is Nick with us? Is Nick with us at anything? Yeah, he's he's just uh, zoning he's over there. Yeah, I was I, I was I was trying to read Dirty Scroll. We got the flyers on in front of us. He's yeah, all distracted. He's, he's the, flyers, flyers the flyers the flyers ended ten minutes ago. We won, don't, baby. Don't say Nick, flyers. The don't people don't flyers. need to know that. Is that who those orange and white guys were on TV? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I didn't know you guys were ready for the optimism yet. Uh, we, we, it's it. All right, it's Cowboys week. Can they win? Do you think? What, what, how are you feeling? Like, is the I season mean, over? Dirty, you're you're like shredding right now. Can, can they win? I guess. Will yes, they? they can. Yes, they can win. Of course, they, they can, can win. Can, it's yeah. at home. But like it's gonna it's gonna take a lot. So I mean, just some takeaways from the last two games. So the Giants and the Redskins have been playing like uh, a zone coverage, and Goddard and Ertz have been ripping it to pieces. So I'm yeah. interested to see how Dallas is gonna come out in this game. If they go on a man or press man and, and just take away the the Greg Ward uh, routes that where he's catching seven eight yards for 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 close to first downs. If Goddard and Ertz can't find those holes in the secondary, what that's gonna do? So I'm interested to see what Dallas's take is gonna be on this game. Um, like, could we win? Sure. Will they? I mean, all the numbers are telling me the odds are against them. But listen, we're at home, um, and I'm fired up. I'm ready. I'm excited. Right. Here's a better conversation, since this obviously is just a fucking terrible question for it's, a conversation. It's, it's, it'll force you to go around and around in circles. And look, it all depends on which freaking defense shows up All right, here, here's a better question. There's a possibility of Jordan Howard and Nelson Aguilar coming back. If they are available, do you want them both to come back? Do you want one of them to come back? Both. Chemistry gets all thrown for a whack. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because um, I, think, I think both, but I think... You, you because that, that shoe over there on the floor is a better option than uh, J-Jaw. So, you know, Nelly, for all his faults and how much I fucking hate his face, um, he does bring more to the table than J-Jaw. Um, also, you guys are also forgetting that Robert and, Davis lined up as wide receivers. Yeah, Perkins and he did absolutely again. nothing. So, um, <laughs> who cares? Uh, Jordan Howard, why wouldn't you want him back? He plays a completely different role than than Miles Sanders does. I mean, I want Miles Sanders to keep getting the ball like he did, but I'm not going to you know when you're in, you know you know maybe maybe have Jordan Howard more in like the Garrett Blunt type type role where. You know, we need a few yards here, you know, grind the clock, you know. But I don't think this is going to be kind what of a game Jordan, where you're, where you're grinding the clock. I think it's going to be high scoring. But What does it do when Jordan Howard comes back, though? So even again, last week, again, the same fucking theme week after week. Uh, Wentz threw 43 times and we only ran it 25. Redskins passed 28 and ran it 24. Our balance is so off. But, so what but does if it do he's, throwing, if he's throwing to the running backs and doing screens, I mean, how many how many catches did Miles Sanders? They had thirteen catches. Yep. So I mean, you know, that is a lot of throws for Carson, but thirteen of them were to running backs. So, you know, I, I like that. I like that yeah, game plan the, the, a lot. The difference there, and believe me, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, well, Doug's going to run it more yeah. this game, but the score dictated that a lot because the Redskins' offense. Miles was Sanders on ran. What, what did I say? He ran 19 times. I mean. That's that's a lot for the Eagles, uh, you know. So I, I'm pretty happy. Jordan there. Howard is too talented of a player to sit. Now, if he's sitting there just running into a wall of defense, you can't just continually do that. However, if somehow the Eagles come out to an early lead of some sort, he's the perfect style of running back to keep offense. Dallas's number one offense off the field. 
Dallas's team in general is a complete enigma. To be seven and seven as the number one offense in the entire NFL as far as yardages yardage goes, and be the number seven defense overall, and only be seven and seven. Jordan Howard is the perfect recipe for that. So you can't keep him off the field if he's healthy because that's what you need. You need, a running, I, I, I think, you need a running offense. However, that being said, we all know Doug. He loves two things. He loves throwing the ball and he loves ice cream. Thank you very much. Mm. So you're not going to keep Jordan Howard off the field. A lot of people are like, keep Nelson off the field. Well, I don't know where you, I don't Tampani know if you were going to say sausage. the other thing Doug loves, but I, it, I was going to say that he loves the, he loves the three headed monster for the running back. I mean, you know he's got he's got. Well, Scott. that's a very distant third to throwing the ball in ice cream. Well, he it, yeah to yeah to, yeah absolutely. But you okay. know he's got he's got. I'm just gonna. I use, might even be fourth because third might be loving on guys. He does Ooh. loving on guys, and Nelson was the guy that he was loving on. That, that's true. Yeah, there it is. So but, you know he's got he's got Scott in the Sproles role. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use that. He's got Howard in the Blunt role. Boston, then, don't call me Mike Scott. Yeah, that guy. That's it. And then he's got Sanders, Great who Scott! who is in. Yeah. Right. By the way, let's a publicly back roll. So it's like it, it, this is it's kind of exciting the running back situation. If Howard's healthy, if Howard's healthy, I mean, how could you not be excited by those three? Boston Scott showing a lot. Well, it's basically what you wanted, kind of going into it, where it's like it's it's Jordan Howard's the North South. You got uh, Sanders the scat back, and then you have Boston. Coming in, Sanders is showing more than a scat back at this point. You guys are sounding a lot like trying to recreate 2017. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I I think I did just catch myself doing that a little too much. But that's what Doug likes is the the three headed monster every week. And you're way too smart of a sports guy to keep doing. But is it? uh, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll counter that. Hold on, but but I have said Sanders needs to be a lead back. I mean, I've said that. Hold on a second. Wait before we move on. Uh, I just want to publicly appeal on the podcast. Um, Mike Scott and Boston Scott, we have literally tens of listeners of this podcast. We're at dozens now. Can we say dozens? We have dozens. literally tens of listeners. I'm going to say dozens. Go ahead. And Boston Scott and Mike Scott, we'd like you to come on the show and talk about being a Scott in Philadelphia. Can I talk? I want to talk to Mike Scott because I watched him five feet away from me beat the shit out of an Eagles fan. I'd like to rehash that with Great Scott! We can get, and that's Great Scott with Sal. We're going to call the segment Great Scott. Um... So if, if you guys are listening, really joke. get in touch with us. RBCFH podcast. Yeah, uh, I know. Literally, we, uh, we can get you in front of tens of people. We have to uh, have some hive listeners, yeah, right? I, I don't mean, know who either of those guys are, but I'll uh, I'll definitely host. I never turn uh, a hosting job down. We're going to we're going to get you to host. Job's Dirt, yours, Sal. Dirt, dirty Mike, Job's go yours. ahead, Nick. Stop living in 2017 for the love of fucking God. Try uh, that's not what I was trying to do, but now. then when you said it, I, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I was, and I apologize. Dirty, go ahead. I'm fucking nauseous by that. I, why? I, and, I, and I know you why? are. I'm like, I don't, I, I'm with Nick. Like, wh- why is it such a bad thing to there recreate the only championship this city has seen in 50 years? If they're going to recreate it and it's going to work, I'm all for it. To just shut it down seems stupid. Why shut it down? Recreate it. Shut, recreate the shit out of it. Make it work again. what down? You're going to try and recreate something in week 17 against the Dallas Cowboys, which I think we can all admit on paper is a better team than the Eagles. So when you're trying to win the playoffs, you're going to try and recreate something. You should recreate something because if you go into it doing what you did the last game, you're going to lose fucking 37 to 10 again. So change. You're going to try and recreate something that you did last game when Jordan Howard wasn't in last game. Are you fucking listening to yourself? That makes no fucking sense. What are you talking about? Yeah, don't say you agree with me because I, I didn't say that. 
What are you talking about? You're just trying to recreate 2017 in week 16 of this year on a game that you're trying to win to fucking to get into the playoffs this year. What are you two talking about? I didn't say that. I don't Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Don't is your, is your position that we, that we shouldn't put Jordan Howard in? No, I'm all for getting Jordan it Howard sounds in like this Matt year. Matt doesn't want no, Jordan Howard in this team. I 100% want Jordan Howard in this year. Except they're in the vernacular of like, this is LeGarrette Blount, this is Corey Clement, and this is Darren Sproles. What? Get Who said that? Nick I did. did. Uh, I did. Nick did. I said, Scott's your Sproles, which is, uh, I, which I is, think it's pretty fucking it's surprising accurate. surprising that we can hear Nick because he has a fucking dog mask on right now. Like, get over it. <laughs> like, get off of it. Like, I, like, 2017 was great. We can fucking live in the DVD like oh. fucking parade of 2017. Yeah, I, I get, I get your after, take. I after do. this season, I like you're taking it a little to too far here now. No, because I fucking listened to WIP so and 97.5. Like I love it. I love 2017. I was at the parade. I love the fucking Eagles. But I'm trying to win fucking 2019 and just week 16 right now. So how do you want to do that then? What do you want them to do? I want Jordan Howard to be Jordan Howard this year. I want Miles Sanders to be Miles Sanders this year and Boston Scott this year. We don't right, have to they, compare they, it to this. No, to I'm not them. comparing them. I'm saying that they have to have roles. All right. Maybe, you can't just say, maybe, all right, it doesn't matter which one of you guys goes out there. You know what? Uh, Boston Scott, you go run this play. Each guy's going to have a different role. That's what I was getting That's to. If we're, being, if we're being fucking honest, the Eagles just barely beat the Washington Redskins and the New York Giants. I really enjoy what Boston Scott fucking did. And he had some really flashy plays and got Janoris Jenkins off to the Giants because he used the R word on Twitter and shook him out of his shoes. But like those were like inferior teams. The Cowboys, sure. yes, are they seven and seven? But like this is a better team we're about to face. If Boston Scott doesn't see the field because Jordan Howard's about to see it, I think I'm okay with that. There's room for all three. I think Boston Scott has earned that right. I think he has. I he's shown he can catch the ball and he's shown he's got the a reason little, why he's I want to see explosive. the reason why I want to see Scott in is because he's going to keep the defense at bay and like they don't know what he's capable of doing. He can run, he can catch. If he's out there, they don't know what to expect. Dallas has never seen him before. I mean, if I, I have my way, a, that's an I, advantage. Want, I want Miles Sanders on the field 65 percent of the time. But you know, I I I think Boston Scott has earned the right to play a little bit. I'm not saying like. I mean, you know, I'm not saying let, let's do a 50-50 and Jordan Howard can have a run here or there. You know what they got? They need to get a guy <laughs> like Raging Ricky Waters. For who? For what? Right, Sal? Oh, my. That's the last good running back they've had, I swear. Oh, come on, Sal. That's not true. You don't Sal. mean that. No. They've had, I think it's some very good running backs, actually. No, what about Corral Buckhalter? Oh boy! Oh, Nebraska's finest. The the in, what? What do you get? The insurance fraud? Oh my God! Is he, is he in jail? No, he had. Nah, no one fucking cares. The, the, some sort of insurance fraud. Thanks, Sal. Thanks for derailing us. <laughs> Jesus, Sal. <laughs> what week is it, Ricky Sal? Waters. Don't don't fucking do it. All right. Um. So okay. So we hit on that. But but he called him raging. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a I think it iron, just hit me. iron rich Van Buren. Remember no, him? No, <laughs> no, that's not accurate. Don't remember him. I was, no, I was, no. I was about negative thirty. Oh, I, was, I was negative thirty years old for that. On paper, I remember being down Franklin Field, <laughs> and what we would do is we'd bring down there a little basket. It's a bad, and we put bread in the basket. We called it the bread basket. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yep. Well, 
So what we used to do is we'd sit down at Franklin Field. You guys remember Franklin Field? You guys are too young to remember Franklin Field. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we'd drink the blackberry brandy. From Yaquins. And then we'd <laughs> eat the bread out of the bread basket. And then the last guy to finish the bread would have, would have to buy the basket next game. <laughs> Why? I'm leaving. I'm out. Okay, so. Well, what we found is that oh. if you eat the bread while you're drinking, uh-huh. it cuts down on the on the problems later. Like, my one buddy was having a tough time. And what he'd do is he'd, go, he'd go to the game over at Franklin Field, drink a bunch of brandy, and then go home and beat on the missus. Oh, oh. Started bringing the bread to the game. Less beatings. Less he wouldn't beat the mission. Okay, Jesus perfect. Christ, so Jesus that's, a, that's a good so time to say drink it. more bread or eat more bread at the game. Eat more bread. Less yakins. Okay. Uh, and I'm, listen, one other thing. Oh, God. <laughs> we're, we're, we're taking the mic after this. No, no. I, uh, after I started eating the bread, yes, um, I was out. Um, I bitch. used to I used to get in trouble for wandering down Oregon Ave. Oh, Oregon Diner? Yeah. yeah I, for some reason, I'd always end up there. It's the bright lights, I think. <laughs> and um, and once I started eating the bread, yeah. I uh, would never get carried away again. <laughs> okay. Is that so. is that also when you got the diabetes? Yes, it's about the time you the get... Bright... No, no, stop asking questions. Thank okay, you, Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank the you, bright Sam. lights no, of the no, Oregon no. Diner. Stop, 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 stop. Please, God, mother of God, stop. Right. What, were, what were we talking about? I'll start praying oh. again. All right, oh I think let's, let's move on from the running backs. Let's All move right. on from Sal. Yeah, I think Jimmy touched on it earlier, and I think a huge, a huge part of what's going to dictate the end of this game or how this game flow goes is what our defense does. Well, of course. Well, I don't think they're going to do a whole lot. I mean, it's going to be something. I know, but it, that's why I'm thinking you're, you're going to have to outscore them. Obviously, that's a stupid thing to say, but you're going to have to outscore them because they're going to score. You're, it's it, They have Amari Cooper, and they have, what's that guy's name, that little that little guy? Tavon, they, Tavon they with the big hair and Randall Cobb. And um, Gallup, the, the guy that looks like Michael a, Gallup. No, the, the, you know, the little fuzzy bear guy. Zeke Elliott. Oh, yeah, Zeke Elliott. Um, um, I didn't get where you were going with that I at didn't all. Either. Little guy. Little I, I forgot what his name was. Um, um, Nick, Ohio State, are you all fired up for this? Yeah, I was going to say, you're an Ohio State guy. I, I, I've had a few trolleys. I forgot his name. You, The Eagles have proven time and time again they can't stop those two. So it's this game's going to be on Carson. And it's going to be on Carson. I, don't, I have no confidence in this defense at all. So, and who? The home crowd. I mean, don't discount well, the home that. crowd is huge. I mean, the I home get, crowd is going to be lathered But, but, but Dirty kind of uh, shit on that a little bit earlier, didn't you? No, I mean, I've said no. that we, we've lost four straight. We've lost two two at home in a row. So, I mean, yeah, of course, it's, it's yeah, important. I mean, that's kind of shitting on it. But yeah. I can't. I can't imagine. Ha, has there been a game against the Cowboys though that has literally probably you know has been no, for the, the division? The, the, this is as since two thousand eight. No. This is as big as it gotten. Yeah. As big as it gotten. As big as it gets. Uh, since uh, the year that the Eagles tied and Donovan forgot that tie games existed. Um, we we think that remember. Remember the year that everything had to fall into place. Yeah, that was two thousand eight. Yeah. It was week 17, I think, that year when the we Eagles needed. faced the Cowboys in mm-hmm. Philadelphia, yep. and Eagles won 41-6. to six. They, they slaughtered them. We needed yeah. to win that game, and four other teams needed to lose for us to get in, and it happened. Yeah, so this is 
as big of game dirty, as big the of a game as it gets. Is oh, Oak, Oakland had to beat somebody? Was, remember, why is Oakland the only dirty one? Dirty, do it. The, te- the Texans were one of them. I know that. Oakland is one of them. The, Tex- think, the Texans won against. I can't remember. who I they, think the Giants Vikings. had to lose. All right, yeah, and the Viking, the Vikings were one too. That's right. So something, something really. I think your dirty would have all four. I, I just you know, yeah, dirty fell apart. Yeah. So regardless, sorry, it, dirty. It, this is as big of a stage at Lincoln Financial Field as there's been. So like, just, just fucking do it. But it, you can't just say that. The, on paper, as I've been trying to fucking say, the Cowboys are a better team. Dak, Zeke, Amari Cooper, Gallup, Cobb. I guess fucking Tavon. Their skill whatever. players are better. They, they are. And then Witten and Blake Blake Jarwin. Like, and then and then you get to say, Wentz, Sanders, Ertz. Cool. I'll take that. But then Greg Ward, Goddard. <laughs> Ward, Goddard, Scott, and hopefully the Eagles Jordan don't have Howard. a single sack the last two games against the Giants or yeah, the Redskins. With that, two that's miserable, really alarming. Two, two, two of the Redskins Pro Jim, Bowl offensive linemen were out this past game, yep, and we didn't no, no, get no. a single sack. It's it's really truly yeah, alarming. The pass rush has been an, an issue all year. They they Fletcher Cox is hurt. He's obviously hurt, and he's just he, he's playing. Is he hurt, is or he, is he just yeah. fat and done? Yeah, I, I, I'm with Nick. I, I, is, yeah. he hurt? Like, is he hurt? I mean, do we do this every year. Like, anytime Fletch isn't playing at a high level, oh, he must be and hurt. Doug came and defended like, him at the did, press maybe conference. Maybe he just had too many cheeseburgers. Doug came and defended him at the press conference and said he's drawn a lot of double teams. Well, I'll tell you what, I went back and watched that game today. They weren't double teaming him that much. I will say, though, that the Eagles posted um, clips from the mic'd up, because he was mic'd up against the uh, Giants. And um, there was a time, which I thought was odd, where he literally says, and he's like winded, and he just says after a play, he goes, y'all got to start du- stop double-teaming me eventually, right? Yeah, no, he no, he is getting double-teamed. Oh, he is, but not as much as they're making it seem. Uh, he he doesn't have the same gear that yeah, he has. Yeah, but even if he's getting double-teamed, like where's Brandon Graham? Where's exactly, the, like, wh- where's the supporting cast? Because they're not, they're not explosive Shores, players, and they really kind of never, got, they never have been. Jerry Dragon's a mess. Dirty, your first text you send almost every game is when the safety <laughs> comes down from the top, and you fucking hate it, but like Schwartz has to show something different. In the, in the fourth play of this game against the Redskins, they brought every single member of the secondary and dropped Fletcher Cox into coverage against AP, and AP caught a ball for 15 I mean, how many, yards. How many Don't other do games, shit like that. How many other games do you watch where like the, the front four for other teams are just creating havoc in just the front four? It's like... The Eagles don't the Eagle, have that. Yeah, but the Eagles don't have that. I know, so but they, they need to they, do something but different. But they keep failing well. at, at getting edge rushers. They they got that Avery guy who you guys you guys made me blow for five yeah, minutes. Yeah, we, we made you. No, you, you did. No, we didn't. Yeah, make I know you do that, that was all me. Yeah, but I think he's played thirty snaps since we got him. So it's like okay, we give a fourth for that guy. Fail. Um, I love BG. BG does a lot of good things, but you know he's not an elite. He's not a he's not an elite athlete that's gonna. You There's know, nothing elite on the D line because Fletcher yeah, Cox. It's really is frustrating. Injured. It's really frustrating. They're just getting old. Well, he's only 29, but I, I I'm just not I'm only just not 29 in the NFL. Yeah, is exactly. Not only You're just saying only 29. That that's getting been in the league for seven years. Defensive tackle. I mean, that's not that that old. What do you mean? Dude. He's been in the league forever. He's 29. That, that eh, that's old. That's in seven, NFL. It's seven or eight years there, old. There, there's Nick's best argument. Eh. That's always Nick's argument. Eh. What does that mean? That's, that's, his, that's his lawyer. All right, Mr. Perry, take the stand. What's your question? <laughs> like, that's his best fucking argument for it. All right, do you have any other questions? No, sir. All right, thank you. <laughs> the defense rests. Yeah, the defense rests. Put him behind Doug yeah, at the press conference. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, this is Mr. Perry from the Rocky Balboa Cheesecake Fun Hour. What's your question for Miss Peterson? Eh, 
All right, that's it. What do you What do you think the What do you think you uh, Hey, yo, fuck you guys. What do you think the outcome is going to be this week, uh, uh, Mr. Perry? I, I know you speak on behalf of the coach sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a hard maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Cox is pretty young out there. Well, uh, what Nick? What was that? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I'm 32. I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, my God. Yeah, you say this every week, and every week I feel worse, so stop, ah, please. Jesus Christ. You know, if you guys could see me, I'm freaking Whenever jacked. I see guys like Fletcher Cox or really, like, any large football player, I, I'm always like, I can't believe that dude's younger than me. I know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. To, just here. We're sitting here, microphones 300 in pounds hand. covered in hair. Yeah, just microphones in hand judging them. Yeah. Vocally, yeah, yeah. asking for viewers. Yeah. Please, all, all five seven one seventy me is judging At that man. RBCFH podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Um, Number three in sacks in look, the NFL, Cameron look, look, Jordan. He's thirty. Just to kind of wrap it up, like this, at least because look, we could have lost one of these last two games, and we were in it. We're in it, and this game is going to be. I'm like, this uh, is hopefully, it. hopefully, this uh, is it. Leading up to this game, you know, you're going to be excited, though. Of course, and and hopefully, I'm excited now talking about it. And hopefully, it's just a good game. Number I two just, in the NFL no, inside, Chandler I'm Jones. Can I ask a quick, I ask a quick question? Of course. Are, are you guys? Content with them being in the 425 slot, or did you want to be moved into that night no, slot? No, I, I love 425 spot. Yeah, I that's fine. As, as long as you give, as long as it's dark out. Yeah. Honestly, I know no, it's as weird as you, to say. No, just as long as you give the Eagles fans a couple more hours out in that parking lot to get yeah, nice. Get, and, that's yeah. why I almost wanted the night game. Let them yeah. get them sauced no, up no, at no, seven a.m. Yeah, so they're loud and just no, throwing no, each other down the balcony. No, no, but I've always said there's a threshold, right? Because there becomes a point where everybody gets too hammered. Exactly. Eight twenty, <laughs> they might they get they might get too uh, too fucking drunk because uh, because they people still are showing up at nine a.m. Even the booze are mumbled. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. They, get, they get down one touchdown. They're they're just they're sleeping. Four twenty five is perfect. They're going to be the perfect drunk. Okay. Yep. They're going to be the four twenty five. Yeah. Four twenty five is a good drunk. I like this. That's I like drunk. this thesis. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of this. I would like to do some like experimentation or something to Absolutely. see if there's anything behind this. Because it, because it's just dark out when they kick off. It's mm. going to look great on TV. They're going to be the perfect drunk. Like uh, this. Like an hour of daylight perfect, switching into the night. Right. Yeah, it, is, it, it is the perfect home crowd. Just atmosphere for them. And it's what they need. It's what like th like this is the game for. This is the biggest game that we haven't touched on for Carson and Doug together as a tandem. They're gonna be the fans are gonna be right in that sweet spot between talking shit and punching a child. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll say, Matt, you said that you know Wentz has not been in a playoff game in his last four years, and obviously Paper's gonna continue to say that if they lose this game. But technically, this is a playoff game. Don't man. you fucking technically me? This is this is Don't a playoff you game. Fucking technically, you man. lose, you're gone. So this is a playoff game. Should we do predictions? We should do predictions. Uh, the line before we started this podcast night is the Eagles as. I can't even fucking say this word. Underdogs. <laughs> They're underdogs laying, or no, not laying, Jesus, underdogs getting two and a half points. So really, Vegas is saying they need five and a half points because when you're at home, you get three points. I hope that makes sense for everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. It's the worst fucking sound of all time. All right, so <sighs> no points. Dirty Mike, you've been against the Eagles for two weeks. You've been wrong. Why stop now? What is your prediction? I Sunday, hate. kickoff, 425 for essentially the division for the Eagles, not essentially for the Cowboys. It is for the division for them to win. 
If they lose, they still have a chance. As psyched and hyper as I am for this game, I refuse to become vulnerable. So I am going to say that Dallas will probably beat us. I'll go. Uh, I'll go thirty-one twenty-one. Jimmy, your least favorite part of the podcast. Yeah, um, thirty-two thirty-one Eagles. It's gonna Whoa. be a nail. It's gonna be an epic finish, ladies and gentlemen. Strap in. Ohio State, Nick. Jimmy, what score did you pick? Is it not possible? No, what score did you pick? 32-31. Yeah, because I had 31-30 in my head. No, I'm sticking with that. 31-30 birds. Man. Jake Elliott hitting the game winner as the oh. time expires. This has been my first time since week 12 doing this. 31-27. Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. Ew. Yeah. Not happy about it. Uh, I fucking hate doing it, actually. You're the realist. But though. I do say this. I try to be as real as possible. Uh, we will be back. We will be talking about the Sixers, the Phillies. We will do the fire segment. We do want to come back and talk about something real quick about a young man in Philadelphia that we want to cheer on. Uh, beat the fucking Cowboys, Eagles. Prove me wrong. Make me eat my words. Sal is pissing in the Sal sink. Sal is pissing in the corner. We'll be right back. Sal, <laughs> Sal, stop that. We'll be, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be Sal, back. Sal, this is my home. And we are back. We are going to talk about your Sixers, your Phillies, and your Flyers. And I'm going to kick it off to Nick to talk about something that exceeds far more than sports and comedy. And talk about something that happened with the Philadelphia Flyers and Oscar Lindblom. Nick, please take it away. Okay. Uh, so as, as, as the Flyer guy for the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour, um, you know, I just wanted to take a second here and, you know, bring up what's been going, what's, what's, what's happened to Oscar Lindblom. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a hardcore Flyers guy, so it really, really hit close to home. I mean, it hit hard. I mean, you know, I've, we all have family members that have gone through it, so it's, it's really difficult. Um, Oscar was diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma. Uh, it, it's a form of cancer that it forms in the bone or soft tissue. Um, it's actually, you know, I was doing some research on it, and, and it's a it's a cancer that like is really prominent with uh, people that are anywhere from ten to twenty years old. Um, Oscar's a young guy; he's only he's only twenty three. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's it's really tough for for the Flyers fans and for the Flyers fans that listen. I, I, I you know. I'm feeling what you're feeling. Um, Oscar's going to get through this. It's not, you know, it's, 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 it's a type of cancer that you can beat and Oscar's going to beat it. He's going to be back. He's not going to be back this year. We're going to play the rest of the year for Oscar, but you know, I can't wait until he gets back next year because he's going to come back. He's going to come back stronger than ever. You know, he was on, he was, he was in the midst of a breakout season this year and he'll be back next year, and he, he's just gonna he's just gonna keep getting better and better. And we, he he'll be back. He'll be back. And uh, Oscar, we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, best uh, Os- Oscar Strong. Absolutely, Oscar Strong. I have respect for people uh, that have dealt with uh, cancer, and uh, for him and his family. Uh, we don't want to touch too much into this. Oscar Strong. Roman Reigns did it, brother. Yep, absolutely. For anyone who's dealt with it, uh, and, and Oscar and the Flyers family, uh, the, the whole National Hockey League has done a great job. The the Flyers uh, did a great thing tonight, practicing in purple jerseys. The the Flyers fans had a bunch of, uh, I, I stand for Oscar signs tonight. So 
we're not going to touch on this. We do we do have a lot of fun here, and uh, we, we we the Flyers know how to do things right, and yeah. you know they, they did a great job. They did a great job. We're going to continue on with our show and our let's laughs have some fun and uh and Beep. do our thing. So we're we're going to move on, Nick. That was an excellent excellent job out of you tonight. So great job. We are going to move on. To, uh, moving on, we are going to talk about the Phillies wish list. I think that is our next best thing to talk about right now. So the winter meetings were held down in where was it? Was it Arizona, California? It, where was it? It's, this it's always is Arizona. my Phillies Christmas list. <laughs> okay, Sal. So, Sal, do you actually have a wish list, a Christmas list for the Phillies? Because I, I think I would like to hear it. Um, yeah, uh, well, as a matter of fact, I do. Um, what I want them to do is uh, get rid of the analytics and start playing that hard-nosed ball. You, you like bunting? You just want them to bunt? Slide hard into second? Um, like knock, a, knock over catchers? Charge the mound? Yeah. Have the coach rip up all first All of the base. above. All right, got it. All right, so the Is that all you have? I mean, just just that, right? Well, like I said, I wish they'd go out and get that Chinaman from. Uh, okay, yeah. all right. I don't know why I did it. I, you know. All right, all right. Enough with trying enough, to give Sal the benefit of the doubt. Enough with the ethnic slurs. Sal, you, you really gotta. You, you bumbling idiot. All right. So the Phillies wish list. Uh, we had a really nice debate between Nick and Dirty Mike last week. Uh, they showed you their motherfucker. Their, I stand by my point. Their passion. We all we all certainly have passion. I, I think they showed their their smarts or or or. Um, you know, easy lack thereof. Lack thereof on both sides. Ease up. Um, so, what is we your drink, We drink and we pretend to know things. What? What is your good job, Tyrion? What is your Philadelphia Philly wish list? Um, Nick, I, I I do want to throw it to you. I don't need to throw it to you twice. What no, is I'm What ready. is your I'm Philadelphia ready. Philly wish list? Oh, I'm ready. No, Go I'm ready. Ahead. So I I I think uh, I think. At this point, you know, reading reading between the lines on the Twitter, I, I think it looks like Dallin Batantes is he's probably coming here. You know, he's got the ties to Joe. Um, you know, that would be great. That that really would. It, be great. It, it, it makes sense for Dallin, you know, to come here on a one year hmm. deal. You know, because he's coming there's off. Your, there's your bullpen relief, Nick. Dirty. Nick, Nick, all of a sudden, uh, very interested in signing an, an old injured bullpen arm. I'm last pretty week. sure. I'm pretty sure. Last week, I said numerous times that Dylan Batonsis is the only guy worth a damn on the free agency. No, or, I'm, you know, I'm out on free I'm okay agency. Anywho, yes, I'm taking Dylan Batonsis. I think. I think he's going to come here. I mean, I really do. He's got the Joe tie, like I said. Yeah. He, he's coming off an Achilles injury. He's got a little, you know, a little wonky shoulder. He, he's he's probably he's not going to get a multi year deal. It's a so one year. Come deal, to Phillies for a one year deal. If if he, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Then we move on. Yep. Anyway, moving on from Dallin, I think it's going to happen. Um, after that, I, we need to I fill. We need to list. fill the number three. The number three starting pitcher. We All have right, to Nick, fill so that, that. So that being said, I was uh, scrolling through the old twatter myself. Oh. And ooh, ooh, did, do we have breaking there, news? Bri- oh. bri- beep, 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 beep. A twatter. So dirty, oh, dirty, dirty twatter earlier. Yeah, what is the, why, why are you calling it twatter? So, so Dirty why, Mike. So why wouldn't so let's, piece of Yeah, cheese. he is. So yeah. let's, 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 let's talk about this for two seconds here. We had to beag Dirty Mike to get on Twitter with us. And he literally just, what did you get on like last because week? He's the, he's the 
oldest member of our group. He's, he's all like, he's all like, let's get on the Facebook. He's still on Facebook. Who won't even put yeah. a Facebook page up? I'm an for old us. man with bad knees and a bad eye. Yeah, I don't and twat. if you're on the Facebook, at least start the can goddamn please, Facebook page. Can you please stop calling it Twatter. I'm getting I, Twatter's I'm really bad. It's it's making oh. me feel like oh. like I I don't right, like. So we're I, on the, I feel I like we made the wrong decision keeping you around. I was on the Twitter. Thank you. Thank you, God. Jesus. I'm cringing. So I saw that they are breaking news. So should we make the breaking news sounder? For what? I don't know. Does he have breaking news? No, he's just... Go go ahead. Maybe. No, no, no. There's no breaking news. I just saw an article that said that now a Robbie Ray trade no, is this more... No, not breaking That's news. not breaking news. Okay, sorry. Well, they're saying it's more than likely now that Mad Bum is off the table for the Phillies and that now Talk is their best time... Deal. Now, Ugh. Yeah, it's bad. Now is their best time to strike. And uh, so right now, if if the opportunity arises, would you trade for Robbie Ray and what are you willing to give up? Time out, time out. Well, are you saying that Mad Bum is off? Yeah, he is off the table. Yeah, I know he is. I'm okay. saying, that's what you're saying. So that that's interesting. That um, it, you know, with the Mad Bum signing, 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 why why would the Diamondbacks want to trade Robbie Ray? A mad, mad signing Mad Bum is a win now type move. I don't they know saying, why they're, they're they, making that move. I mean, they have some good players. They have Kettle Marte and uh, anybody else. They're okay. The Mad Bum signing is just ridiculous, but I love Robbie Ray. I would love to get him, but I, it, it kind of seems like a, a weird thing for the Diamondbacks to want to trade always, him after I've signing Mad Bum. Now, from what I read, they, they were saying it would be like a, a salary shed off almost as we're like... Then why they, they, they would take on the Mad Bum money knowing that they think he's a better guy and then moving ah, Robbie see, Ray silly. because he's only got one year left on his deal, so then the money becomes a wish wash. Let's give an older. Let's give the older guy a uh, whatever. I, 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 the it Diamondbacks are doesn't make any the Diamondbacks sense. are a shit organization. Twelve and eight last year. Four three four ERA looks great in our three hole. Apparently, I love Robbie Ray. Apparently, the Phillies have been hot on Ryu, a Sal's guy, and they're and the argument between the two is that they've offered more AAV towards Ryu, and Ryu's looking for the fourth year, so they're on three years of Ryu with a higher AAV. And that he's looking as a being redundant, as I always do. Uh, he's he's looking for more years, and they're offering him more AAV. I'm and okay. I'm I okay will. with Ryu. Is uh, it, oh my god, yeah. To get to get Noah Wheeler Ryu, yes. Yeah, that, that I'm good with that. I'm good with that for sure. I mean, that would be fantastic. But I'm still like I said last week. I'm yeah, um, the Chinaman. Oh. That's what I. No, um, Sal, that's what I've been we, saying. We got it. Dirty, we take the it. take the mic. We, oh. we got it. We got it. We got it. Sal's been muted. So uh, yeah. to complete my wish list, and then we'll kick to somebody else's wish list. Um, Ryu is is kind of on my wish list. Um, I, I I don't think he's coming here. I think he's going to get overpaid by somebody else. So what was your wish list? What was your, you want Batantis? Batantis, I want that. That's to, like realistic. What's I, your I know. wish list? Chris Bryant. Yes. Yes. It, it, yes. That's my <laughs> wish list. I want. On on hope beyond hopes. So on on dreams beyond dreams. As a kid in sixth grade, opening up a present as the best Christmas beyond Christmases. Uh, when I was in sixth grade and saying, "Please be a Nintendo 64 with Mario and Mario Kart and uh, and the Ocarina of Time for Legend of Zelda." Oh, Please, God, don't. Be Star, Fox. don't. Star Fox. And I wanted to open up and be Chris Bryant's face right there and be like, "Thank you." Fucking God! When I opened I up, I wanted to be Chris Bryant with that smiling face when he threw out 
the Cleveland Indians in Game 7 as he smiled throwing it to Anthony Rizzo in Game 7 against the Indians. That's what I fucking want. I know we need pitching. I know we do, and they'll figure it out. Yeah, we can address I, that later. I want, but you can I want still that, get it. It's all, it's all possible. You can address pitching so later. My, my wish list, I'm going to break it down. That's my wish. Hey, I'm not done. I my, want, my wish list is not complete, Dirty. I'll kick it to you when I'm, where, when I'm fucking ready. Keep it rolling. So I, I just wanted to I just wanted to go down some things about Chris Bryant because I'm not ready to move on from Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant, 27 years old. He has 12.9 million dollars left on his contract for 2019. Pay the tax. Then in 2021, 20 and 2021, he's arbitration eligible, which is when he's going to start getting up to 20 million dollars from through arbitration, pay which is what the Cubs, the which is what the Cubs don't want to pay. So. You bring him here. He's a Scott Boris guy. Pay the tax. You give up Alex Baum. You do it. Boom. Bomb. Don't care. Trade him. You give up you give up him. I, I probably keep Spencer Howard. If they insist, see ya. See you later, Spencer Howard. Fine. I, I really like Spencer Howard though, so I'd I'd rather not give him up. But Alec Boehm and you know, some other Adonis Medina, see you later. You know, let, let's make the deal happen. Chris Bryant comes here. He's he's reunited with his best friend. And so, Nick, let me let me ask you: Are the are the Phillies in in win now mode? So, what I mean by that yes, is, they, so they, what, were, hold they on, were in hold win on, now hold mode on. when they signed Bryce Harper. So, what I mean Sorry. by that is, are you willing to part with the only good pieces they have in the minor league system, which realistically are Spencer Howard and Alec Boehm, but the only really two good pieces they have? Are you willing to depart with those pieces to get Chris Bryant? Robbie Ray, sign Batances, sign Ryu, and we're You're good. not getting Ray and Bryant, but I'll let Matt, because Matt loves Bryant just as much as me, and I'll, I'll, I'm I'll kick answer. it to Matt. I'm if you're going this. over the tax, go if over I'm, the tax. I'm, I'm going to answer this. You're fucking inches away from the tax. You're in a fucking yeah. win-now mode. You are fucking dick inches away from the tax. And you are the third to fourth best team in your own division. If you're not in win-now mode... Then you're a fucking embarrassment to your franchise. That's where you are. You already are now an embarrassment to your franchise by being inches away from the luxury tax and sitting. And I don't think they're sitting. And Clint Tag They're not. They're not. And Clint The luxury tax the that's just that's just Middleton blowing fucking smoke. If you, if, I agree. If they go over the luxury tax, they only owe three million dollars. Right, exactly. So just the, do by it. the increase by the increased sales and tickets and Bryant jerseys and whatever. If you, you get the luxury Chris, tax means shit. If you get Chris Bryant and keep your core offense, and they need pitching. I listen. I understand the pitching is what they need most, but if you get Chris Bryant. Nola Wheeler, get your three at the trade deadline. You become now an again legit legitimate offense in the National League and become a serious offense in the National League. Not in your division. Stop worrying about your division. A legitimate offense in the National League. They could really use that 282 and 31 homers out of Bryant, let me tell you. Dude, is, really is, that a, is that a joke? He's a no, fucking superstar. They could really yeah, use no, it. That's I mean, a superstar he, with Brian. And, it, and it's, with him, it's realistic. With McCutcheon, with Didi, that's four. 
I'm not, I don't want to say superstars. That's four fucking powerhouses really, on your team. Really and that's good good, you know you, that's gonna make Reese so much better too because he's not gonna be relied upon to be the nah. guy. And then Reese is just gonna be able to go out there and just fucking hit forty home runs like he's supposed to. You throw I mean, you throw Brian, that's a powerhouse you can, offense. You put if you Brian add Brian. in the four hole, you can move Reese into maybe into five or six. Less, less yeah, less pressure. Six. I I couldn't agree more. I mean, you got so so you would probably go. You'd probably go like um, McCutcheon's going to lead off. I mean, it, it, this is very Segura will be two. No, yeah, right. He's going to hit eight. Um, <laughs> you got McCutcheon. You got McCutcheon one. Let's just say Harper two, Real Muto three, Bryant four, DD five, Reese six. Jesus uh, here, here's, Christ! Here's a question. So Ramuto, Ramuto got a contract, right? He he's got no, some no, 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 not yet. yet. He, he's going to get one, but not yet. Oh, but Reese hasn't got a contract either, right? Nope. Reese, Reese is he's a little while off from a contract because so, two, so two now here's the question. He was in the minors for a while. Now here comes the question. Since we're talking about our wish list, and Chris Bryant is now obviously our boner contract. The Chicago Cubs are trying to shed their contract, which is why we're having this wish list contract. And Nick, yeah, because the Cubs are really bad. Okay, I'm sorry. Good. This is why we're having our wish list <laughs> contract or wish list uh, conversation. Are you willing? I know where my answer is, and Nick, I think I know where yours is. Are you willing to part ways with Reese Hoskins to oh. get Chris Bryant? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I know where I stand. Nick, optimistic Nick, on your Mount Olympus of optimism, are you willing to get rid of Reese Hoskins? So, you know, gun, uh, gun to head, like, I have to answer that question. The answer is yes. What? But but you it's not, don't it's not hard need, after a two thirty batting season. No, you don't. And, and, you don't. <laughs> Nick, here's why, man. You I mean, don't need to give up Reese to get Chris Bryant. You just don't. You do not need to it because the, the, what, an exchange the, of salaries. The Cubs. Reese doesn't make any money really, um, but he? he will. He will. But if you sign Bryant, you're getting him for that, a while. That's what the Cubs are trying to do. They're trying to shed salaries. That's, I know, that, but why would they? Why would they take Reese? Let's you know they they want prospects and so, expiring so, contracts. So Segura Brian, Brian, fits very Brian well in that deal because he's helping contract. 60 points higher in his average. Um, so, yeah, so... Yeah, you know, you're being very... You're, be, you're being very... Uh, Reese deserves a little bit more credit. He had 173 you. strikeouts. God damn. That's that's really not that bad in this day and age. Yeah. When you bat 220, it is. A lot of the is. power hitters... Look, Reese had, a, Reese had two months where he was just the worst hitter in the world. And that's you know that's an excuse, oh, sure. God. But Reese has showed us Brian's better in player. the past. Of oh Jesus Christ, dirty! Of course he's better. That's what I'm saying. So Matt's question was, yeah, I'm willing to part with Reese if I have to sign Brian. Absolutely. I took I took the long wooden sp spoon and I just made the dirty and Nick just fucking conversation just go haywire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I kind of forgot we were fucking podcasting because I was just I was just fuming. I love Reese Hoskins. I think I think he's I love Reese I think Hoskins he's way too. better than a fucking two twenty average that you guys keep bringing up. I mean, dirty. He's better. Up. He's better than that. I he's better up. than that. He's progressively gotten worse every season. He, he's only been up for two and a half seasons. Yeah, I mean, and he batted two sixty, then two forty, then two twenty. How many home runs did he have his 240 season? He went 18, then 34, then 29. 34 is pretty good. Dirty thoughts? Reese is who he is. He's, he strikes out a lot. Bryant, Bryant strikes out 
a decent amount. So Brian, Brian actually had 145 strikeouts, which is, I mean, that's okay. So, you know, our, you know, the team last year preached launch angles and hit home runs. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit different this year. And I think you're going to see a better Reese. I don't think he's a 220 hitter. I think he's a, I think he's a 260 hitter. I think he's a 260 High on base. Reese Hoskins is Pat thirty. Burrell, no, he's not. He's no. a two fifty. He's a better hitter than Pat guy. Burrell. Pat Burrell had the longest swing. I and I, you know how much I love Pat Burrell. You he guys, does. it's he, tough he's, to say he's one of my favorite players of all time, just because you know Burrell. he he slayed women and he you know he had fat lips in and I just I absolutely adore Pat Burrell, but. That is an awful, awful comparison. It's because, not because yes, average is. is average is Man. average. I don't care how you hit. I care about how if you can hit. Reese and their more, averages Reese are the same. They're time the same out, type time, of time out, dirty. Do you care about on base percentage, or are you just a boomer? No, I, I do. I absolutely. You do? do. Then why are you talking about strikeouts so much? It's okay to be a two fifty hitter in this day and age. It's it, okay. You got real silent with that question. Okay, all right. Uh, wish list. So we need we need a third pitcher, and uh, we we need uh, my wish. Our, my wish list is Chris Bryant. I, I want Chris Bryant so much. Okay. I think we all do, and it just depends on what price. And I think so it's that's realistic. Our Phillies, our, that's our Phillies wish list. Um, all right, the Sixers, which we're going to touch on briefly. Here's the the schedule coming on. The schedule. And by the way. They're the second team in the East, and as I've mentioned, so as great. people have mentioned, the team, what are they shaping into until Christmas? And here's the schedule until Christmas Day. The Heat at home, the Mavs at home, the Wizards at home, at Detroit, and the Milwaukee Bucks, the first place Milwaukee Bucks in Philadelphia on Christmas Day. God, that game would be so fun to go to. The worst question you can ask on a podcast because no <laughs> one can answer it. How we feeling, boys? That's a that's a that's a gauntlet right there of, of teams. It sure is. They've been doing great. Joel and B looks like he's going to play at the Heat tomorrow night. Not at the Heat. At Philadelphia against the Heat tomorrow night. It looks like we're going to have the team back. Heat, Mavs, Wiz at Detroit Bucks. They're in second place. The road the road record isn't great, but we got a lot of home games. A lot to look forward to to Christmas. It's the 17th tonight. That's five games until Christmas. They have looked so good against top-tier teams and not so good against teams that don't fucking matter. So they're playing down to their competition. Well, how we, we, we sit guys. We sit guys when we play shit teams, you know. Dirty right. Mike, you fucking scum. How do you feel? I'll tell you what. Dirt, dirty's a little positive, and I'll tell you why. What? Dirty's positive because to- is it Toby? The, no, it's because we're, it's because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it it's because we're undefeated at home, and four of those five games are at home. The only one on the road is against um, Andre Drummond. Is against, and the yeah, Detroit. is against the let Detroit me, and it, you Let me interject real quick because you you said something that like I just can't get out of my head like. Why don't oh. we just go to that Christmas game? Like, should we just say fuck our families and just go? Yeah, like just like give the kids a little pat on the head and walk up the yeah, door. Yeah, like we have five kids between the four of us. It's like, should we just like put the five kids? And, I actually, we have a we have a ball pit off Santa to my right. You. Like, just stick them in the ball pit day. and just take yeah. off. And one on the way, and I'm hosting my my uh, my wife's family. Like, see ya, see ya. Yeah, like 
how fun would that be to spend Christmas with the Sixers? Oh my God! Just... It really is amazing to think about that the Eagles are playing the Cowboys this week, and they might they 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 could lose, and the Sixers could lose on Christmas, and it could ruin Christmas for the entire Philadelphia. Oh, look, like, look at like my cheese! Look at my <laughs> like look really... at my oozing cheese come out of your pores. Like, I I know, like it just it could ruin Christmas for everybody. However, like. It just it also could be the best Philadelphia sports Christmas of all time. If the Eagles win and the Sixers the Sixers could lose against the Heat, the Mavs, the Pistons, and beat the Bucks on Christmas, it could be the best Philadelphia sports Christmas of all time. What they Christmas is on a Wednesday, right? Yes. Sure is. So we're gonna we're probably gonna pod on Thursday. So like that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a great episode, you know, like I was actually looking at that week, and it's either going to be we would have to do it on Monday, the twenty third. Nah, let's do it after the Bucks. Nah, that would be fun after the Bucks. You know, because it would Thursday, be like dude, it would be like you're suicide here, watch, or like we're the happiest folks, people in the world. You're here first, folks. The the next Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour episode will be Thursday, uh, December twenty sixth. Either way, it's going to be the. Just the most, it's going to be a misery fun hour or a fun hour. <laughs> so, especially, like, I don't want to say it. What? But it, if the Eagles lose to the Cowboys, then it's yeah. just going to be just misery. Ugh. Either way, this we is, might let Dirty just do an hour so, show by so himself. <laughs> the, the, yeah. So either way, no one can answer the question. Like the, the Sixers are just looking awesome against top tier teams. All right, I'll throw one thing out real quick while we're talking about the Sixers, dude. It is unreal the type of team they are when Embiid does not play. And was that more evident than against the Nets or what? All right, let's stop talking about the fucking losses. What they did against the Celtics when no, Embiid went saying, out there. I don't blame you, Dirty, for saying that because, you know, Embiid gets shit on yeah. for, for not being elite and for. Thank you. you that's, know, that's where I was going. And then He's every, so every time we play without him, we get beat. You just see what he, like, what he shut brings the fuck to the team. up, all you fucks, Shaq and. Yeah, Charles exactly. Barkley Thank you, and man. great points, man. Yep. That's all I got. That's where I was, that's where I was going. Fuck yourselves. Sure, but and but, but the isn't fucking there something goat. to be said about our 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 elite center and that he actually listened to what they said and he responded? So yeah, we could take both sides of the coin and say, yeah, know, but he's I just not wanted there. To... And, and and let Dirty go out and just shred down the drain his Parmesan shards and just go out there and be like, no, no, fucking when he's not out there, we're fucking nobodies. Like, well, they you stink know, without him. I mean, they lost to that rotten Nets team without Kyrie Irving by so 20. It, yeah, so when it fucking matters in the playoffs, which is all that fucking matters in the NBA world and why we're fucking second in the East, does that matter? No, MB's going to be fucking out there. So should we fucking worry about that? Should we worry about the fucking games that don't matter? Or should we worry about when Embiid is going to be out there and in the playoffs? I don't care about the fucking game against the Nets on Sunday when the Eagles squeak it out against the Redskins. Yeah, but you don't understand. That's what Dirty worries about. Oh, I've been around point. the guy a long that's a good time. Point. Like, I don't care about the Nets game at 6 o'clock on Sunday against the Nets. Like, that doesn't fucking matter well, this, to me. This is why we added Dirty. That's true. Yeah, it does. It does. It matters to me. It, <laughs> it, do, it just does to me. Every goddamn game matters. If if the games didn't matter, they wouldn't fucking play them. I fucking napped through that game so hard and woke up to the Cowboys being there. I was like, God damn it. Well, yeah, after a one o'clock game against that Redskins squeaking that out, I mean, you probably had fourteen bush lights. If you lights don't in think you. in today's NBA that some some nights guys take no seriously, like I really do think like some nights guys are like, well. 
we can of course. we can mail it in a little of bit. Of course they it's, did. It's a long season. That's what they tried for in that game. They Hell thought that yeah. was a good game to give them a break and they could win. Yeah, and they didn't. Of course, and but you but you don't believe that. You fucking text at tip off and they lost tip off. You're like this game's fucking over. And you're just like that was it. Like that's what you thought. And, and I was right. They lost oh, tip off. You. All you care about <laughs> if you're right or not. You don't care about the team at the end of the season. Like I don't care if they lost against this. You're I not about- seeing the big picture. I, I, I get it. Rest him now. Get him later. I, I got to say, though, you think in that gauntlet of Heat, Mavs, yeah, Wizards. Cool. There's a lot. Of, there's there's three yeah, really Luka, good teams Luka, in there, man. Luka right. Doncic isn't playing for the Mavs. He rolled his ankle. And the Wiz. I don't care if they win or lose against the Wiz. I care about the Heat and the Bucks. I'm with I don't you don't care about the Wiz. Beat the Wiz. Stop. I don't care about the Wiz. No, I don't. We're, we're why gonna, do you care about the Wizards? Why we're do you probably going to rest players against the Wizards. Who gives a shit? And if we don't hold rest on, players, on, on, then on, we're going to blow you're, them you're, out. You're right, Nick. Why? D- dirty. Here you go. You, you get the Nick. Uh, uh, up to the stand now is Dirty Mike defending his defendant. Here's why. You want to know why? This is exactly why. Yeah. Because, all right, it would be, it would be, is getting the two seed at the end of the day. At it come April and May, fantastic it is. But I'd rather have that one seed. And here's why. Because if you get into that Easter Conference Finals against the Milwaukee Bucks and they have the home court advantage, you could possibly fucking lose because of that advantage. Win the fucking games that you don't think matter. They fucking matter. Because at the end of the day, you gotta the, the better record gets the better seed, gets the better home field court advantage, and that team's gonna have a more likelihood towards success. That's why it fucking matters. Yeah, that I'll, was a very good point. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, no, the I, one thing it, that it may, it may matter. I'll, that was awesome. I'll, I'll we don't, find, we don't lose at home. I'll, I'll that's find, a, that's I'll, a great point. I'll uh, find out on Christmas because they, they they beat the Bucks every year. Can I say I'll the one thing out. that I want to happen during the Wizards game? Dirty, is that, that was beautiful. It might be. I'll find out on Christmas because they beat the Bucks with lesser teams. The only thing that I care about during the Wizards game is that Joel Embiid punches Bertons in his face. I hate that guy. Yeah, we'll, pro- we'll probably get him. We'll probably get Bertons at the trade anyway. I like Bertons. Yeah, well, the Sixers are probably going to get Burton as a trade deadline anyway. And the Sixers have beaten the, the, the Bucks with lesser teams anyway. Can we get Bradley and, Beal, and, too? And they, that, ma- and they that, match up against the Bucks better anyway, so I don't fucking care about the Wizards. So so really, <sighs> nice, nice rant. Sal, Sal Jesus fucking Christ! Was that, a, was that um, a fart or a burp? I got a little bit of indigestion. I think it was both. I got a little bit of indigestion tonight. That's why I haven't been talking as much. All right, so you worry about the Wizards. I'll, I'll take naps during Did that you? game and watch the games that fucking matter Just anyway. Just win every game. Win is every... Fight as fucking hard as you can in every one. Yeah, get the, and get I, the best record at the end of the as, day. And as the best teams fucking rest Kawhi and do that, and as LeBron fucking wears out his ankles and his knees and fucking jerks off AD. The okay. last time we hey, were LeBron's not resting, is he? No, he's not. He's fucking jerking off AD. AD didn't play tonight. I'll throw the, I don't know if to, was that to, an injury. To further my point, and I'm going to end on this: the last time we were a one seed, we went to the NBA Finals. What was that? Eighty three, two thousand one. Get the fucking one seed. Two thousand one. Like this team mattered. Like the team we have now matters in two thousand one. My that point is, is when you. My point is when you get, get a one seed, it matters. Two thousand one. What the fuck does a two thousand one home team have anything to do with the team we have now? My point that is, is that you re- irrelevant. It's stat. not. Because home court is home court. That Get the one seed. Fight for the one seed. I agree Get with both of, of you. I, Matt, it is irrelevant because that was a, a hundred years ago. But home court 
does mean a lot in Philadelphia. The one seed is the one yeah. seed. We don't. We went, in two thousand one. You went. Home. You went game seven against Toronto. You went game seven against the Bucks, and both those game sevens were in Philly, and you won them both. Especially, yeah. especially in come playoff time when we got fucking me. Yeah, I was getting. Hand we got me. I was getting hand jobs and in the movie got, theater in two thousand one. You know, we, M. Night, we got M Night Shyamalan. And we got we got all the celebrities on the sidelines. Two thousand one. The, 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 the Sixers are cool, baby. What's that? Nice old fashioned, huh? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Two thousand and one. My soap, God. No, soap, yeah, no soap. yeah. Let's talk about Donovan playing this game against the Cowboys in two thousand one. All right, the guitar riff. Let's throw it over, Nick. Do you want to end the night with a nice Philadelphia Flyers power play? <laughs> Come is. on, it's time for you to do it to end the show to do it right. We've had a nice Cowboys week. It's time for you the to do it. The orange in the back. The orange in the back. All right, Nick. It's time for everybody's favorite moment. The two-minute <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers power play. And that starts now. All right. So uh, last week got a little weird. I was hammered. Uh, two weeks ago, I talked about... Uh, I talked about how the Flyers had the best record in the NHL in November, and that was fucking awesome. It's taken a bit of a turn here in December. Uh, we're, you know, coming into today. We're two and four in December we, and losing three straight. We actually won tonight. Great, great effort from the boys. Um, but, y- y- you know, the two and four is an issue with me because we got outscored by a lot. But we had a lot of guys go down. You know, Limblom aside, we had... We had TK go down. We had Lawton go down. Raffle, Phil Myers, Tyler Pitlick. You know, the, the strength of the Flyers was was the depth. You know, we had four lines. All four lines could score goals. All four lines could play D. All four lines could, you know, we, we, had, four, we had four good lines. But, you know, excuses for the Flyers is a thing of the past. We're good now. We're not allowed to make excuses anymore. This is the fuck excuses. This is the time where good teams go through injury. You know, everybody, every hockey team goes through injuries. Hockey's a tough sport. Everybody gets hurt. This is the time where contenders, where where, where real teams, they fight through these injuries and they just they, they just roll. They keep winning. They just keep winning. So, Flyers, you can't like the Flyers have this thing every fucking year. They go through this goddamn 10-game losing streak. It, it's like a, it's like, it's literally like a fucking annual thing with them. We can't do that anymore. We're a real team now. We have real players. We have a real coach. No more of that bullshit. And tonight, they came out. They came out on Limblom's night, and they beat the shit. They beat the shit out of them. And that's what we needed. That's what we needed. No and more losing streaks. And that's it for the Philadelphia Flyers Power Play. Thank you for joining us for our ninth episode here of the Rocky Balboa Cheese Steaks Five Hour. Thank you for joining us. It is Cowboys Week. Eagles beat the fucking Cowboys. Thank you for joining us. We are so happy. We can't wait for Sunday. Let's fucking go. Beat the Cowboys. South, thank you for joining us. Nick, Jimmy, Dirty Mike, we can't fucking wait. Let's, Let's go. fucking go. Oscar Strong, we got you. Oscar here, Strong, buddy. baby. We are closing it down. Cowboys, you're fucked. Out. South, stop peeing in the fucking corner. Let's get out of here. South, this is my
Fight him! I'm not paying! Sal, stop it! Oscar Strong, good night! <laughs>